These opportunities will give me what I need to level up life. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad and Eric here, and we just want to welcome you back to another week at the Roundtable. We are so grateful to have you, and we have a wonderful episode in store for you. So, stay tuned and enjoy. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad Hafler here. With my main man, Eric Dixon. Yo. We'd like to welcome you back to another week at the Roundtable with us. The lights at the Roundtable. Sharing our light, sharing our love, and our gratitude for you guys. E, how you doing, brother? Good. <laughs> I'm glad that it seems like it's the two of us today. Yeah, just uh, the two of us. If you tuned in last week, I'm pretty sure there was three people here. Only two of us physically, but right, definitely someone joined us. Yeah. We're having some technical difficulties, I think. So we're trying we're to, it, to gauge that. You think we're good? Yeah, I think we're good, man. It looks, okay. it seems to be recording well. I think, so I think we're good. Yeah, we so are good. It was just kind of funny that the little, you know, the recording th- issues were happening last week. There was like a ghost here of some sorts, and we were like, he's trapped in the recorder. Right. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Get out of there. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm I'm doing good. I'm kind of like uh, yesterday was like a like a really really big day yesterday, um, and so today I'm kind of like in the like on the downside of that unwind. Yeah, like the unwind phase of that. It was a giant day at work yesterday. Like that was the most traffic I've seen since I've been there. Um, so that was cool. I mean, I literally didn't stop all day. I was showing people apartments or talking on the phone or having people stop in off the street. It was awesome. Yeah. So I didn't stop there. And then when we got home, um, it was the baby shower yesterday. Yeah. So uh, I got home and Kayla and Brittany had unloaded all the gifts and everybody else, I think, helped too. But um, they had unloaded all the gifts into the house. And when I got home yesterday, like I couldn't even make my way into the kitchen. There were so many things. So, yeah. um, so there was a lot of energy. We went through everything. Um, I cried twice during going through everything. Um so just a, a lot of emotions and uh yeah so we went through it all then we put it all away that was probably a good two to three hours uh after i got home from work and then after that i was just spent yeah and uh yeah and then today i got in a good workout hit the grocery already and now it's time for the podcast and so yeah just new day new time for new, us new yeah shifting everywhere yes shifting a little everywhere. sunday morning sunday afternoon episode which i think we talked about that i think that's what we're going to do now yep. sundays um we'll have a new space to do it yeah um and i don't know i don't know if we'll do it at the round table so i don't know how that will how that will look <laughs> i don't think the lights at the bar sound as good. it doesn't it doesn't sound yeah it doesn't sound as good as as the round table um so we'll probably just keep it as just that. keep it at the round table yeah <laughs> yep sounds like you have lots of friends which is going to be a, a topic that we talk about tonight as far as the, the amount of gifts you got. Yes, yes, uh, uh, an insane amount. So thank you to everybody that, um, and especially you guys as well, uh, to that gifted us stuff, that contributed gift cards and clothes. And I mean, you know, str- we, have, we have everything that we need um, for at least six months. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And then even beyond that, like the stroller and stuff like that, um, which I think, 
Yeah, we got you. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So thank you, man. You're welcome. Um, That's amazing. Uh, So that, and I'm smiling right now because that's packed away in the back of my car Mm -hmm. right now. So it's it's everywhere, dude. Right. Um, And the reason it's in my car is because uh, we I have a whole trunk full of wood that I got for actually that Kayla got for our trip. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. So we already got that covered too. Sweet. Mm -hmm. So so you're gonna drive? I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, I talked to Kayla about that. I was like, you know, the only concern that I have is if something were to happen, like, you know, if Nora were to come three weeks early, like, I don't know how much of a chance that is, but, but it I, is a I, chance, but I actually right. want to not drive. Right. Um, I, I want to give away control. Right. A little bit. Yeah, man. I think, I think it would be, uh, I think it would be no issue if, if Nora came early, we all left. And that, and that dude, and that's what, <laughs> like, Kayla's, sorry, we're not leaving until yeah, Sunday. <laughs> and that dude, that's exactly what Kayla said. She was like, dude, if that were to happen, somebody would get you here. Like, it, right. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Um, to, super true. But, you know, so I, I do want to give away control in that realm. I'm like, yeah. and that's why I asked her, I'm like, what do you think about that? Like, I don't, I don't want to drive. Right. I want to ride with somebody. <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to be able to be in control. Yeah. It's kind of what this is about. Surrendering control. Let it go. Yeah. Well, it, Gur said he would drive. So. I know. That's not, and then that's how it all sparked. He's like, you know, I'll drive my truck. I'm like, oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. That's Great. Perfect. So Sweet. He's got a big-ass nice truck, too. Huge truck. Nice. Pl- obviously, plenty of room for everything that we got. Right. Um, so, yeah. That would be that would be super cool. Yeah. That, that's what's up, man. So, um, just for you listeners out there, just to be aware, we will be taking the weekend off next weekend. So, yeah. there won't be an episode released. And we are preparing for our trip yep. and our 100th episode. Yes. So, uh, Eric had a great idea to wait for our hundredth episode, so episode till we got back, and um, I think we'll have plenty to discuss and I, open up about. Man. Yeah, I think we're really gonna have a good episode on that hundredth one. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna go on this trip, and it's gonna be a huge experience. I'd love to talk about it when we get back. Yeah, uh, any and all aspects of it. Sweet, let's um, do it because I feel like it's gonna be a really healing trip. Yeah. And I mean, what better way to have a hundredth episode? I mean, we've been doing it for ninety nine now. Yeah, man. Two years. 99, brother. That's crazy. And so. Crazy consistent. Yeah. And at least for me, you know, um, I feel like I'm in a spot right now where, you know, there's a lot on my mind. um, And I don't, it's not that I feel like I don't have anything to like learn about, but like, I'm just at a point where like, it's hard for me to come up with topics to talk about. Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like I'm out of words and. I know that uh, this won't be the cure-all, but man, meeting up with friends, going on this trip, you know, blasting old thought patterns out, um, I really think there's going to be some good content to come. Oh, so absolutely. That, so that's really why I wanted to to wait for like the, and, and, uh, and then the 100th episode. I mean, what perfect timing. Right. So that was my thoughts, and I appreciate you going along with it. <clears throat> of um, course, brother. Of course, man. Yeah. That's what we do for our friends, right? Yeah. And, and friendship is about giving and, and taking and understanding and being patient and being flexible and yeah. all the above, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the moment you try to constrict and control is the moment you start letting your friends slip out from your fingers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, <clears throat> yeah, letting go, it's a powerful thing. Yeah, man. And, you know, I never really understood that most of my life, except in these past, you know, five, six years to really learn to let go of control, uh, not only of situations, but 
people in my life. You know, we kind of talked about this before the podcast, but um, on the topic of suicide, for me, um, I've had a lot of people around me suicidal or and or c- commit suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, just understanding that I can't control and I can't save everybody. You know, I I've talked about my hero complex. Like I, I genuinely want to help save everybody mm-hmm. from their own demons, but I can't. Yeah. It's not it's not my duty. It has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a big thing of letting go of control and, and surrendering to the universe and to what something greater, whatever you call that to me, it's God, what God has in store for me and my family and my friends. And, you know, some of those people have been very near and dear to me, not mm-hmm. just acquaintances or uh, other service members, but people that I love with all of my heart, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, control, letting go of control is tough. Yeah, it is. It's so tough. Yeah, <clears throat> I think actually, I I think you I think you know more of it than you than you say. Like as far as suicide and depression goes, actually, uh, when we went on the trip to Utah in Colorado, and before that, actually, you and I had a night together where it got really dark. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so I think that you <clears throat> may have tiptoed on it, and and I love that because that's I think that's why you have such a want to to help people. Because you know how bad that can get and and can feel, you know, a dark, lonely place. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm you, saying? You're talking about the night on the golf course. Yes, dude. I thought I was losing my mind. Yeah, yeah, man. See what I'm saying? <clears throat> so yeah. it's like you just in a different aspect. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It was a totally different aspect. Yeah. Um, I was just absorbing so much of the start of COVID, and I was just I was getting a lot of information from. Which just a lot of stress, a lot of things coming in, right? Like just For sure. a whole bunch of shit on your mind, right? Right. And then so a person that's, you know, suicide, depression, okay. that's just a whole bunch of shit or whatever they got on their mind or pre- right. predetermined thoughts or whatever, whole different aspect. Right. That's a good kinda, point. Kind of the same thing. It's exactly the same thing when you break it down like that. Yeah. Because, dude, I cried. I was like, Eric, am I losing my mind? Like, I was just seeing behind the veil of yeah. everything that was starting to unfold, like yeah. the fear propaganda and shit. And it was weighing on me yeah. heavy. Like, Oh my God, I can't do anything about this, yeah. but like inform people. And then I sounded crazy, mm-hmm. but now in retrospect, it's like, now I kind of get the, yeah. okay. You know, yeah. I wasn't crazy. I wasn't losing my mind. It just, it was a lot to ground. Like yeah. there was a lot of shit that was coming to me in meditation and stuff of, mm-hmm. of kind of the agenda that was being pushed. And I've had a couple rough nights with that. Mm-hmm. The night in Colorado, that the first night we stayed, yeah, we were getting ready to send the school, the kids to school, yeah. and they had to wear masks. Yeah, and, dude, it was that was a heavy ass night. Yeah, like oh my god, I'm not gonna live through yeah. this night, you know. Mm-hmm. Which had a couple aspects of letting go, in yeah, it, within it for letting sure. Go man. home, letting go there. Yeah, letting go of shit I can't control, mm-hmm. you know, and focusing on what I can. That was definitely that's a good point, man. Yeah. I guess I have been closer to it. I've never really, I guess, suicide necessarily, sure. but the dark, lonely place yeah. or the dark. Yeah. The dark, lonely place. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit. Yeah. What's really going on here? Yeah. Because so. it's just, it's just a different type of information. Yeah, You're for sure. Overwhelmed by it. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of, well, I won't say a lot, but I think <clears> some people that, um, I think people in general who may have, su- you know, suicide, depression, whatever it is, PTSD, um, I just think that they've, you know, been, been through some sort of trauma in order to get them to a dark place. And, um, I don't know. I think it's all overcomable and I, but I think it's also all true as well. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Man. Places, for know? sure. 
I think we all travel to them in our own sort of sort of way. Yeah. And that's and we get by with a little help from our friends. From our friends. That's right, man. Yeah. That's right, man. I, I'm just I I'm so grateful and, and I know you feel the same way to to have the circle that we have and um you know what brought this topic up actually was connect reconnecting with a, a, a friend. Yeah. Uh, somebody that I, I love dearly that I have butted head with uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, saw her last night, you know, through. So, um, and this is so cool because I, I saw her a couple of weeks ago. Right. And it, just like kind of, you know, planted the seed, put the information out there. Yeah. Not saying I did anything or right. she or anything, but then boom. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. It, this, <laughs> the situation was kind of forced because we, we do life together. Mm-hmm. Um, through my daughter. Yeah. So um, there's some natural budding of heads being in two different homes. Sure. And um, last night was homecoming for Aubrey. Mm. So coming together for pictures and stuff. Mm. You know, I just, I thanked her first and foremost for for um, the medicine that she, she gives the world. Yes. Know, being a medicine woman. And um, it got it got really emotional, man. Did it? Yeah, without any words being said, oh. I just hugged her and I said, "Thank you, medicine woman." And mm. it was just like, oh. "That's cool." Yes, yeah, a lot of, you know, I think if we didn't parent together or co-parent together, it would be a lot easier because her and I see sure. the world through similar lenses, but also very different lenses. Mm. You know, um, so if we didn't parent together, our relationship would be totally different, you know? Yeah. Um, because I, I really do enjoy spending time with her and hanging out with her mm -hmm. and adventuring with her and sitting in medicine ceremonies with yeah. her. And, uh, she, she really has a, a powerful healing spirit, Yep. you know? And, um, it was really good. And we talked about Mike, good. we talked about Mike quite a bit. And so <clears throat> for you listeners out there, Mike, is a lifelong friend of mine. Well, I say lifelong, but most of my adult life, I served in the Marine Corps with him, went to Iraq with him, and he lived about 30 minutes from us. Mm -hmm. And um, super close, all three of us, all four of us for, for about a year. Yeah. But Mike and I specifically, um, from, you know, 2009 on, you know, uh, he saw Aubrey, like, breaking down crying when we were leaving for Iraq and me crying and that was like our initial connection, Mike and I. He saw it from the bus. He was already on the bus, and he named his first daughter Aubrey. Like him and I were really, really, really close. close. Yeah. And um, we had a falling out when this pandemic started. Man, mm -hmm. um, I, we weren't seeing eye to eye. You know, like like I'm sure many have experienced with loved ones or friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, whether no matter what the situation, you you stop seeing eye to eye and. Um, I don't know. It was a really, I really still haven't gotten closure from exactly what happened mm. uh, on the other end. You know, I, I know where I was at, mm. um, but yeah, him and I have been talking mm. again recently and, yeah. and rekindling. He's now in Colorado. And um, so it feels good. So we talked when I met up with Courtney and did pictures, she told me, you know, like, Hey, you know, been planting that seed for a long time and yeah. encouraging Mike to, to reach out, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, it feels good, man, to reconnect with really dear friends. Like yeah. I still consider Mike a dear friend of mine, oh. just because we 
been through so much together. Yeah. And I know you probably do too, because mm. man, we're like the three amigos. <laughs> yeah. uh, we went on a lot of adventures together. We cried together. We laughed together. We did stupid shit together. You know, how so fast we could run, yeah. uh, <laughs> run by each other. Like we used to do that. Yeah. Uh, we stopped together. We definitely stopped a lot, <laughs> you know, and, um, I, I still cherish that friendship, Me man. Too. And I, I still, I still, would like to have a conversation to, yeah. to bring some closure to that chapter of, of things yeah. and, and build from build moving forward. But, uh, yeah, man, friendship is, is so powerful, man. Mm-hmm. Cause it gives you a space to open up and be yourself and share yourself and be vulnerable and mm-hmm. have a shoulder to lean on, man, because sometimes life gets hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. A lot of times. It <laughs> gets of, hard. Daily. Yeah. It gets hard. Yeah, man. And it's nice to be able to, like you and I text quite a bit, just not even um, like deep conversation, but just like, hey, man, have a great fucking day. Right. Uh, win the day. You know, yeah. something motivating, something positive. Yeah. I love you, man. Yeah. I hope you're having a great day. You're and always if, there with me. Yeah, man. For sure. And man. vice versa. For sure. And, and, you know, people have commented listening to this. It's like, hey, you guys have such a, a powerful dynamic and mm-hmm. can carry a conversation so well. It's like, well, that's. It's my best friend. <laughs> I would hope so. Right. It's, so it's, we've talked it uh, at length, but it's it's because we balance each other for sure. You know, for sure. Man. And that's not a it's not an easy thing. You can just go out and do. Yeah. You know, it has to happen. Yeah. And the stars aligned. The stars aligned. <laughs> the wifey's aligned us. <laughs> and here we are. You know, I, I think it's really beautiful. Full circle is. Um, hanging out in high school and doing some of the things that we did in a recreational manner that we now do in more of an intentional manner, intentional healing. Yeah. Medicinal for sure. sure. And so I, I think it's really beautiful to see how they all life intertwines. It really, it really just shows true, you know, of, of seasons, you know, like I, I know that you, like you just said, you still hold Mike very close, even though he's not here, you know, even though we've been out of touch or whatever, like, so it doesn't matter with those close type of friends. Like you just know, even if they're far away or even if you haven't talked to them in a while, they're, they're still there. Yeah. You know? And, um, it's, it's great to, yeah, it is great. When you think about it, like, uh, whenever we all four were together, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out all the time and, and stuff like that. If you take everything else out of it, I mean, that's when I felt like I was at my most powerful mm-hmm. you know um so it, it is it's it's a it's a good thing uh friendship connection um yeah i miss i miss mike as well mm-hmm. uh i miss corny as well and um it's good to yeah it's good to good to feel him coming back around yeah it's great yeah it feels good <clears throat> and i think you touched on something really powerful is you know time and space does not take away anything, you know, no. cause I didn't talk to Mike for a year, but mm-hmm. I know if he came over to my house today, we'd sit and bullshit yeah. and, and catch up, yeah. you know, just like we were, I hadn't seen him yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, that's when you really know something is true and, and as powerful and interwoven as it has become, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, James is the same way, you know, I, I hardly ever see James. Yeah. But uh, when I see him, it's like, oh, man. Yeah. It's like lifetimes. We've spent, you can feel it, man. Mm-hmm. You spent lifetimes with people. And um, 
It's beautiful, man. It's it's really powerful to have people in your life like that. And I'm super grateful. Yeah. Super grateful, man. Yeah. Um I've had uh <clears throat> do you remember your first friend? Uh yeah, I do. Uh Adam Campbell and Brian Bactel was like my first my first like grade school buddies that really? I considered my friends. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Still talk to those guys? Uh, occasionally, yeah. not not back though. He actually reached out to me on Instagram uh, several months ago, and he was like, "Man, I see some of the stuff you're putting out." And him and I were never we never talked about spirituality or anything like that. We were into sports, and but he's also found himself spiritually and reached out like, "Man, I applaud you for speaking out and mm. you know sharing your authentic self." You know, we've got a farm out here, and he's like 15 minutes away. Do you I remember? Feel like, I feel like he told me this. I did. Yeah. He was like, you know, we're trying to live off the grid and yeah. all the stuff that you talk about. We practice the huh. rituals, the medicine. Like, I'm like, no shit. Huh. Um, and I responded, but he never got back with me. Mm. But anyways, uh, long answer short. Uh, yes and no. Yeah. So I still talk to Adam Campbell every now and then, but not back till. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. What about you? You remember your first? Yeah, first I do. Um yeah, his name was Chad. No shit. Yeah. And um, he was a, um, yeah, he was my first friend when we moved to Lebanon. Um, that's really, it's really about the earliest memory I have of a friend. Um, but he was, uh, the thing that stuck out to me, though, is he was he was older than me. Yeah. Um, by a couple of years. I always hung around, like, older kids. Um, but he, yeah, he was my first friend. We, uh, we connected on, um, biking. Uh, so we like rode our, you know, BMX bikes around town and stuff like that, rode oh, through the yeah. trails. Um, and then what else? And then our parents, uh, were friends as well. But yeah, that was like, that was like my first, my first buddy. Um, and then also oh, one, this is the first time that someone like ever put me in my place and it was like it was shocking mm -hmm. so i can't remember what happened but um but I, I pissed him off and i think for like right like rightfully so and he like legs swept me oh shit like onto my back you know and i hit my back flat and it was just like <laughs> you know yeah i was like oh dude like Somebody just put me in my place. Like it was, it was a strange feeling. It was weird, but I knew he was right though. I was right. Like, All right. I so, deserve that. Yeah, I deserve that. Okay, that wasn't that bad. All right, that's cool. Yeah. And then we were just like friends after that. Yeah. I don't know. It was strange, but yeah, that was my first friend. Um, but yeah, I haven't talked to him in yeah probably since the last time we saw each other, which was shit. Too long ago. Oh. A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. A couple decades. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Mm. Yeah. Well, shout out to Chad. That's pretty cool. That shout out your to first Chad. friend. Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> it's it's uh. It's Bo's brother. Bo. Bo Butcher. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's his brother's older brother. No shit. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Sweet. How how old is he? Uh, he's a few years older than us. Oh. I I don't know. I'd say probably early forties. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know Bo had a brother. Yeah, no, I do. Sure does. Um, I want to say that it's his stepbrother. 
Okay. I could be wrong about that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. The Sweet. Whole, you know, I think I've told you this, but I heard somebody, an adult in my life, one of the kids at work asked them, you know, who, who's your best friend? Mm-hmm. And this lady's response was, you know, I don't, I don't think adults have best friends. I don't, I don't think that's a thing when you get older. And she's the sweetest, nicest lady. And I found that just so sad. It is and, sad. and it's like, oh, man, that. Like it is I, sad. That's an ideology she's buying into. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Because that's definitely not true. <laughs> that's definitely not true. Yeah. And, you know, I. it made me wonder, like, what. It, do you think most people think like that? Do you think? I think there are people out there that, that do think like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, in the world today, I just feel like they just pile so much stuff on that forget to have a best friend. Yeah. You know, I, I think also to our judgments of like opening to each other. Yeah. I think shit is so surface level and like, I don't know. Yeah, it is. You know, Somebody just talked to me about this. Um, really? About like surface level conversations and, and their it. friends and family that don't like to have deeper conversations than that. Yeah. You know, just kind of shrug their shoulders and just kind of get, get away kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes people uncomfortable when you start getting into deeper conversations. And I think that's, we're doing ourselves a disservice because we're not allowing people to know who tr- who we truly are. You know? It's tough. Um that's that's a that's a big conversation, and uh, maybe even almost not to people's detriment because we're we're so programmed for like the the instant stuff, right? Like, what just, can you do for me right now? Yeah, like you know, what you see on TV, or you know, which is which is our, you know, it's, it's cool, whatever it is. If that's your thing, yeah. If that's your thing, yeah. but then you know, you start to get into the deeper, tougher questions, which we don't in society we don't we don't really have that anymore we don't have any deeper tougher things like yeah like school's hard you know raising a child's hard stuff like that but like we're not going out and like hunting and like fighting for our food and our lives every day yeah you see what i'm saying so it's like easy yes everything's very easy now it's like why would i want to venture into a topic that's hard make me uncomfortable when i could just stay on the easy side <clears throat> you you oh, know, no, that's but kind of the way I think. No, no, I think you're absolutely right, and I think you're onto something really um, true. Is you know, but the thing is, when those people are alone, they feel that loneliness. They have to. I know they do. I've talked to people from I, all over the world. That I felt. Like, it. I, I have no friends. Yeah. I don't have anybody to to talk with. I don't have anybody to call or text if I'm having a bad day yeah. or I'm fighting with my wife or whatever it may be yeah. that people need to open up about. You know, when you need people around, if you haven't had those tougher conversations, when you're in the fire, that's not the time to try to have that tougher conversation, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's almost like just not practicing, but going out and playing a game and expecting it to, to, to go in your favor, you yeah. know? It's like you got to practice the deeper conversations. You got to practice opening up. You mm-hmm. got to practice being vulnerable. You got to practice yeah, dude, it's hard. letting go of control. Yeah, and that's how you do it. Right. Right. You just got to let go. You do, man, because, you know, we're all human and we all make mistakes and we've all fucked things up in our lives and we've all ruined relationships that we cherish. And, you know, we've, we've all screwed up mm-hmm. to a point that's embarrassing. Very. But that's okay because yeah. we've all done it. You're not alone. Mm-mm. You're never alone. <laughs> I mm-hmm. guarantee if you've done something stupid, there's 
a million other people that have done the same stupid ass thing you have, if yeah. not more. Yeah. You know, there's 8 billion people in this world. I promise you're not the only one. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know, man. I, I think hopefully people that listen to this and I hope this table can create a space for people to have those conversations within their own lives. Or, you know, if you don't have anybody again, reach out to Eric and I, we mm-hmm. will have that conversation with you, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. It's, it's such a powerful thing to be open. Yeah. You it, know? It's a powerful thing, and it's also a, a very difficult thing. Yeah. That's what makes it powerful. You yeah. Know? It's, a, it's a very difficult thing. Um, I don't know. You know, you just have people that say, hey, man, you know, if you're having a tough day, like, give me a call. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you know, first thing I start thinking is like, all right, well, what could we talk about that I haven't talked to myself about, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. You just start to judge it. It's like just stop right. doing that. Just and then make just, the fucking just call. make the call. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking. Overthinking Over. is everything. Yeah. It's a source of unhappiness. I, <laughs> I talked to a guy at a uh at a par- little party we had the other day at work and I was like, you know, I think the one thing that uh I'm gonna really take into having this baby is like you can't think about this. You just gotta do it. You man. just gotta do. Yeah. Everything that you've ever done, you've just done. You just do. Right. You got this. Yeah. So I'm thinking so much. Yeah. 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 You know, <clears throat> for me, that's, you know, you get your, your human self involved and you're only creating blocks and, and obstacles for yourself, you know? That's why, I've, that's why I'm super excited for this trip because I've let my human self get in the way for about five years now. Yeah. And I need a good, good dump. Good soul cleansing. Good dump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good brain dump. Yeah. That's what I need. Yeah. You know, I, I think the just doing it is allowing your intuition and, and um, not muddying it up with your analytical human self. Mm-hmm. You know, your intuition is, is your life force energy. Mm-hmm. And, and you have, you already have all your answers. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I could tell you that you don't already fucking know about your life. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> from an outsider perspective, yeah. there's nothing Eric or I or anybody or in your life. Yeah can tell you that you don't already know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we turn away from our answers because mm-hmm. they're painful. Yeah. Sometimes we don't want to look at ourselves in the mirror and be like, Hey bro, you are not disciplined. You are not, you're not cutting it. Yeah. You're the only one to blame and nobody's coming to save you. Mm-hmm. It, that's difficult. Yeah, it is. Cause mm-hmm. we all want saved. Yeah. You know, they, <laughs> and nobody, and nobody's coming. Yeah. No, no one. You have you, to do it for yourself. For sure, man. And you know, it's, it's even pushing religion. Like, Hey, come get saved. It's like going and getting dunked in a pool is not going to change your life. And I don't mean any, any, uh, harshness towards religion. Right. You still have to take action in your life. And that could be a catalyst. Sure. Mm -hmm. But you still have to change shit in your life. If you want change, right? That's the only you, nobody else. Mm -hmm. You. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I, like you said, we're programmed like, Oh, somebody's going to come save us. Somebody's going to do this. You know, once I get to this point, I'm going to be happy. Once I make this amount of money, I'm going to be successful. Once it's like, no. all, all we have is right now. That's it. That's it. Right. It, yeah. You know, and I, I sometimes I just hate the question. Where are you going to be in five years? Yeah. Do you, you really know that? Fuck no. <laughs> You're really planning for that. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I get it, whatever. But like at the same time, I'm like, no. Right. No idea where I'm going to be. Right. Five minutes from now. Yeah. Well, probably at this table. But right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I dude, I just I just don't get that. Because yeah, <clears throat> the, this is it. This is all we have. 
Yeah. But we all just, well, some of us think that like tomorrow is just, it's just going to be there. Tomorrow's going to be the day. It's just going to be the day. I'm going to start working out next week. It's going to be the one. Yeah. And I, and I, and I do it as well. Me too. I'm not, uh, (laughs) definitely not free of that. No, you know, you're human. Yeah. Yeah. Been more, (laughs) more human than ever lately. Yeah. It's been tough. Yeah. You got a lot on your human plate, brother. The human mind. <laughs> yeah. Changing jobs. The getting ready to have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But it's a, some big milestones for mm-hmm. you, brother. Yeah. So that's understandable. Giant milestones. It, you know? I'm glad that you have tools now that you can go clear that human space and mm-hmm. surrender back to the spirit of life and be like, hey, you're going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. I am a good human being. I am capable of anything and everything that is put in front of me. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be put in front of you if you weren't capable of handling it. Right. You know, it's exactly why it took three years. Yeah. What, what took three years? Having a baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The timing of it. Yeah. For sure. Wasn't, wasn't, just wasn't right. Wasn't ready. Yeah. So we had to preheat the oven. Yeah. And you know, I didn't even mention coming off medication. Yeah, that's how, still. How are you thing. feeling? Is there lingering back like, end right now? Like I feel, yeah. There's definitely still some lingering going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think I'm just becoming more okay with it. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm. It's actually like I'm living life now. Like I don't think what was before was real. Yeah. Like I was always on a tent. Yeah. Most days, like just happy as ever, <clears throat> and I don't think that's a natural state. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to work your way to get to that happiness. Yeah. So it takes a lot more work to get there now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's definitely still some lingering going on. I've changed a lot of my uh, practices. Like um, one being food, I have really focused on not eating any sort of. Now I have had snacks that has not gone away, but through the day, um, at nighttime I've had snacks, but through the day, like pure food. That's it. Even down to even down to vitamins. I stopped taking vitamins too, mm-hmm. because they have um, like the D three I was taking has soybean, mm-hmm. corn, <laughs> canola, and <laughs> oh, uh, and vegetable oil. A bunch of fillers, all of them. Yeah. In the D three I was taking. I'm like Jesus. Now it may not be bad for everybody, but I think that there's it some, is it is bad for everybody. Sure. It's all filler shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's shit. Yeah. So um, along with being off of it. Uh, you know, really honing in on the diet, mm-hmm. like, and then sticking to at least two days a week in the gym. I'm on the back end of it, man. Uh, it's been over a month now, almost two months now. Um, I got really excited when I made my list of what to pack for the trip and medication wasn't on it. Oh, nice. Fantastic. You don't have to worry about it. No, no, not at all. We can just enjoy the night. Yeah. I don't have to set a timer for it anymore, yeah. which is minute in the thing, but but it's a huge victory. It is in what we're doing. Yeah. Huge victory. That's not something I want to keep my mind on. I want to relax and let go. All right. So it's huge, man. It's it's awesome. I'm definitely um, still just feeling some things. Uh, I'm trying to think of some examples. Um, but like like the brain zaps are gone. Like that, <laughs> that hasn't happened in a while. Um, I don't know. Um I'm trying to think of different things. I, I feel like my memory's getting better as far as recall goes. Um, I don't know. I have more um, more passion in the mornings when I get up. There are more days now where I'm like, okay, I'm excited to get up. 
then like, eh, fuck, let's just go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, my circadian rhythm's coming back online. Like uh, I'm starting to get up. Uh, I've been about 4.30 is when I uh, my eyes will open. I have been laying in bed till about 5, 5.15, but I'm now starting to get that rhythm back. Right. So that's amazing. Um, what else? Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, that's been good, man. I'm still, I still have to remind myself of that. I'm like, because, dude, you took that for 20 years, bro. Right. Like, you're still figuring things out, still just, you know, feeling the waters, rewiring, reprogramming. But I feel a whole lot better than, um, than what I used to. So, like, the other day, I guess I can only give, like, uh, examples, you know, of of how it's improved because it's hard for me to, like, marginalize it. Right. Like, the other day, I got on the highway after work, busy day, got on the highway. As soon as I get on the highway, bumper-to-bumper traffic. Oh, yeah. I'm like, gosh. Sometimes I would let that drain me. Mm -hmm. Like, man, how am I going to, you know, now I'm going to be 30 minutes late when I get home and this and that. But overthinking, overthinking. Yep. But I took action and I've tried to do better about uh, not using my GPS and finding different ways home. So I just got off at the next exit um, and and eventually just found my way home. Uh, I'm a little familiar with where I was at and then looked at some streets. I'm like, oh, I know that street. I could go this way. And then boom, there we are. Um, But the whole thing is like I found a solution. Like I was just like, okay. We'll find a solution. Go. Instead of sitting in the traffic, like bitching and complaining about it, you know, thinking about things. Like I was like, all right, how do we fix this? And then went. So that's a that's a positive thing that I I think is a change from medication to not medication. Yeah. So Yeah, and, and you know, it's funny you say that. You think the medication would have that opposite effect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just yeah. It it is. That's a great point, man. Because yes, you would think that. And then I I inside of that I would have thought the same thing. You know. Now I'm outside of it and kind of living the normal life. I'm like, all right. Well, I could do this. Right. When I was on the medication, I never even had a thought of I could do this. It, you thought you were doomed to the traffic. Yeah. Yeah. It just never even occurred. Yeah. And I would just be comfortably numb with that. Right. I'm like, okay. Well, this is fine. Yeah. This is what it is. Yeah. Because going a different route would cause me more anxiety. Yeah, because you don't know where you're at. Yeah. No. See? Yeah. That's a great point, man. It's really good. That's huge progress. That's, yeah. Huge progress. Hell so, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I mean, um, when I first got off, I you know, at work, I was kind of looking out the window, waiting for people to come in, almost like a, you know, an attack versus like, or a fight or flight kind of mode. Um, now when I see people come in, it's like, welcome. Like, Hey, my name's Eric. Nice to meet you. Like I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So big shifts. Um, so, so it, to me from an outsider perspective, and I could be totally missing the mark here. It sounds like it's just a more authentic happiness because I feel like before you were like eager to meet people. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm not in your inner world. So, mm-hmm. um, but the way you talked is like, Hey, I'm eager to meet people. Mm-hmm. It's but, more authentic. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like genuine, you know, Uh, I think it was me before, but it's definitely me now. Right. You know? So yeah. And when I have it, it, yeah, it's, that's exactly right, man. It's authentic. Yeah. It's like, oh, this, this feels like me. 
Right. Instead of just like it feels like something else. Right. Hell yeah, man. Perfect point. I'm uh as your friend, as your best friend, dude, that makes me so happy for you. Thank you, man. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. What what a feat you took on and and at a, such a powerful time in your life, dude. And and I know I've said it a million times on this podcast when we talk about it, but dude, that's that's huge. Thank you. You know, that's that's huge. Twenty years of taking something that you become chemically dependent on. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's the same as an addict mm-hmm. can completely recover. You yeah, know? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's um, it it was that. I mean, when we strip it all down, I mean, I I was addicted to it. Right. Yeah. For sure, man. I mean, I couldn't function without, without it. Right. I mean, it was it was bad if yeah. I didn't have it. Yeah. And it's, now it's wild. It's like, dude, you've been like two months just completely off of it. Yeah. When if you were to go, that's it. That's all I need to say right, right. there. It's yeah. like I couldn't go without it. I literally couldn't get out of my bed. Yeah. That's it. Even when you start first started trying to, the first go at mm-hmm. getting off of it, you yeah. couldn't get out of bed. Huh? Yeah. I remember you telling me about oh, that yeah. day. That was, it was a dark day, huh? Yeah. And that wasn't even fully off of it. Right. It was just half. half. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Kudos to you, brother. So, yeah, that's all that really needs to be said. I mean, couldn't function with it before. And now it's like I can't imagine life any other way. Yeah. There were times when it got dark, especially with Caleb being pregnant and stuff. I'm like, man, is this really the right choice? Right. Rightfully so. I mean, that's a legitimate question. Yeah. Because I can't, uh, you know, you. she's pregnant right now. Like, right. this is a big moment in life. Yeah. But kept through it. I knew in my heart, like, it was the right move. So, um, and through uh, a great support team from friends. Here we are. Here we are. Thanks for asking, man. Of course, brother. Of course. I I don't know how I didn't lead with that, talking about your shifts in your life. But, um, dude, that's awesome. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. So you said you stopped taking a lot of your supplements or vitamins. All of them. Do you take – oh, you don't take anything anymore. No. Yeah? Took all, took all of them out. Was there shit in all of them? Or Yep. Yeah? Yeah. There was some sort of oil in every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, nope. Um, and I'll, I'll eventually replace them. Um, but I'm like, let's just see how this works. Right. Like, I mean, I eat some pretty nutritious food, so I mean, I feel great. So why, why do I need those? Right. You know, we, we start to become, and speaking of addiction, it's just an attachment, you know, and attachments, we tend to, to attach the things when we have voids in Mm ourselves. And a lot of people don't understand attachment is, is a heavy energy to, mm-hmm. to carry around because you're not addressing the avoid or the void that you have. Mm-hmm. So man, and people get attached to all kinds of things, mm-hmm. their cars, their lovers, their kids. And you know, you see kids moving out when they're 18 to 20 and all of a sudden the parents lost. It's like, it's good to love your children, but there's a huge difference in loving and attaching. Yeah. They're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. You can love your children unconditionally, and when they move on, like support them and, and be there for them, mm-hmm. obviously. But you're not losing any part of yourself, right. you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, there's that part releasing and letting go of control, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah that's a tough one. <clears throat> it is a tough one. Mm-hmm. It is a tough, tough one, especially uh, in a day and age with divorce rates and shit so high. We become so attached, and we go into these relationships, and I'm guilty, and um. You know, just like the next person, but we go into these relationships broken mm-hmm. and, and we become attached to this person. And then if it doesn't work out, our whole reality has crumbled because yeah. 
we weren't full ourselves. We weren't whole ourselves. So we use this other person to plug in all the voids. And then when you when you start to feel whole or you lose that person, it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Well, who am I now? Yeah. You know? And it's mm-hmm. like, damn. It's tough, man. It's, it's tough in a in a that's a bleak outlook. In in a world that needs a lot of healing. Yeah. It's easy to get attached to things. Yeah. <clears throat> T V shows, that's a big one, you know? <laughs> I yeah. It is a big one. Um man, those things are so intriguing. What's T V shows. Yeah. Um <clears throat> there's some good ones out there, man. And uh yeah, I think it's all I think it's all moderation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, people get attached to them. I mean, I know I was, uh, attached to, uh, well, I really enjoyed breaking bad. That was a good one. Yeah. That was um, a huge one for a lot of people. Huge one. I feel um, stupid when people ask me if I've seen it. I'm like, uh, no, I'm sorry. It's pretty, it's pretty good. People are like, you haven't seen a breaking bad. I'm like, oh, I don't watch TV. And then I saw it. Then I feel like the crazy asshole for not seeing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, uh, <clears throat> it's pretty good. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen, but yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't know. Could be, could be filling a void. Yeah. Could be filling a void of, I need to relax. Yeah. You know, unplug. Yeah, it's good to do that. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy doing that. Yeah. It's, uh, there's a balance in it, you know, for sure. There's a there's a balance in it, you know. If if that's all you're consuming is five six hours of television after that's work, a whole other that's a whole other thing right. for sure. So you're not getting outside, you know, exercising, moving around, <clears throat> you know, that's it's whatever, man. Who, yeah, who, who am I? Who am I? E D. That's right. E. <laughs> and I'm I'm excited to reconnect with, with E. Uh E is here, but um I'm excited to reconnect with him because I feel like when we went on our infamous trip, I don't know, when was that? Like three or four years ago or whatever, to the gorge when we stayed in the, in the cave. In the cave, you know. Yeah, that was uh two thousand eighteen. I feel like that was the that was the most connected I think I've ever been with myself. Yeah. Yeah. After after those few weeks and the years leading up onto it. Um, feel like that was the closest I ever got to myself mm-hmm. and God really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to, <clears throat> which is, which is wild because you were just coming out of the hospital after that trip uh-huh. or before that trip. Uh huh. <clears throat> yep. And you know, made sure to let someone else know that today, like take your time. All right. You know, if you need to get help, take your time, heal. Right. So yeah, that was surrender right after I got out of the hospital. Yeah. And boy, that trip was definitely a surrender, especially coming after <laughs> out of the hospital. Like, man, Ooh, should I take this trip? Yeah. I'm sure a, a lot of people in your life felt that way. Yes. Not me. I knew you had to go. Yeah. I'm like, this dude has got to come on this trip. I know this will change yes. how he looks at things. And it did. Yeah, it's, you had a lot of firsts on that trip, shitting in the woods, which I'm excited to do again. I can't wait for that opportunity. <laughs> now we have a toilet, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that was fun, though, man. That was that was literally I don't know what it is about it, but it was the most uh, freeing feeling ever. You surrendered. Yeah, we we literally stayed in a cave with no tents. We literally slept on a cave floor with sleeping bags. Yep. Surrendered to everything. Is that for four days? Surrendered AF. Yeah. Like showered in in the rainfall, yeah. shit in the woods. I mean, yeah. it was an awesome trip. Yeah. That was a really awesome trip. It was. <clears throat> yeah. Learned learned what to 
not wear during a hiking trip <laughs> i will never live that down i'll never forget that oh Good man Lord. so so funny story I, we go i actually have lived through that i was like i bet chad will mention that on the trip and i hope he does yeah on the, on the upcoming trip like yeah how much clothes i was wearing jesus christ no oh wonder man. i didn't overheat just from that uh, you were starting to i know I was, dude i was steaming yeah when i took my jacket off yeah well what would you say that's like a four or five mile hike four yeah, or five we, hours of hiking we hiked forever um climbing hills Such an and adventure. stuff and towards the end it was raining heavy and he's yeah. getting a little woozy and we're like you good brother and he starts shedding these layers he's probably got like five or six it was cold at least it was cold i'll yeah. give him that it was probably in the 40s and rainy yeah uh, but moving, yeah, having I, five or six shirts on was is not conducive. It, I had no, <clears throat> no sort of idea, right, of of what to to wear. I was just trying to stay warm. Right when you get dressed in the morning, it's like it's cold. I better it layer cold, up. Yeah, it was it was cold as fuck. And then, yeah, <clears throat> but you live and you learn. You know, you, you know, get I, some you get some lysergic in you. Yeah, <laughs> you start to heat up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, that, that was a, a lesson that I learned in the military. You know, that's yeah. something they teach in the military is you're not dressing for, for what you're doing at the moment. You're okay. dressing for what you're about to do. That makes sense. So we used to go on, on hikes and it'd be like fucking 10 degrees outside. And you naturally, you want to put your beanie and your gloves yeah, and about eight layers on. Yeah. But, once, but then you start moving and you're about five, six, eight miles into a hike with mm-hmm. all your gear. So you're sweating profusely. You're, uh, do you start to fall out, you yeah. know? And so they make sure you're in bare minimum clothes. So you're freezing your dick off yeah. in the first, while you're standing in formation for like 45 minutes, waiting on shit to get started. Yeah. And, but then once you get moving, it's like, Oh, I'm so glad I don't have all that shit on because I'm sweating now, you know? Yep. So that's, that's one thing they teach you in the military and to kind of go with that, the coldest I've ever been in my life, and this is off topic, but the coldest I've ever been in my life, we went out to a grenade range when I was in combat training, and uh, it was negative four degrees overnight, and we slept in just our sleeping bags, and we were in training phase, so they were telling us what to do, what to wear. Like We didn't have a mind of our own at that point because we were still training. Well, they make us sleep in our underwear because the logic behind it is if – you sleep in all of your warming layers and then you get out of your sleeping bag, you're going to be cold because you have no layers to put on. Right. But if you sleep in your underwear, get out of your sleeping bag, freeze your nuts off until you put all those layers on your body can acclimate, acclimate to the weather better. But I'm thinking this is fucking insanity. It's negative four degrees outside. And you want me to sleep in my underwear in just a sleeping bag? What the fuck? I woke up the next day with, cause I had pulled the sleeping bag completely over my head at that point. And I had the worst migraine from breathing, mm. not fresh air. Yep. And then I got out and I was cold as hell. Uh, so like the shivering uh, made my headache work. Dude, it was one of the worst days of my life. Uh, Hands down. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's what that yeah. uh, brought up for me, man. That was a very, very miserable night. And then we had to go throw grenades with my migraine. And I'm just, boom, boom. It was like, oh, fuck. It was cool, but. I mean, it was cold. <laughs> um, it, it was a cool experience, but man, I was fucking miserable. Absolutely miserable. Uh, did, you, did you have any friends that you could talk to? About nope. It? I didn't, man. I didn't. Dang. I was, uh, 
I was very focused in the, when I spent my time in the military. Really? You know, I was very uh, goal oriented. I wanted to be top of my class. I wanted to be the best. Yeah. I wanted to get the most out of the experience. So I didn't. I kept to myself a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm naturally an extrovert, but like when I'm focused, I don't like to talk to people. Like mm-hmm. I like to be in my lane by myself, focused on the mission. Mm-hmm. You know, and the uh, same reason I don't like going to the gym with people and working out you know when i'm doing when i'm doing me i i'm doing me fully you know so in training and shit i didn't really talk to a lot of people small surface level shit but i didn't need to talk to anybody because i was talking to myself and and focused on the mission right it makes sense to me yeah yeah the gym is one of those things where i'm like i don't i'm not getting shit done i don't want to talk yeah i don't it's not yeah and you you can even tell in other people when they're working out with people they're they're getting half the workout yeah you know yeah there's longer time between sets there's talking there's bullshit and it's like oh, man I come here to do one thing yeah. if you want to hang out after I'm done with the gym yeah. let's go get lunch let me know yeah yeah for sure so yeah, <clears throat> yeah I'm the same way yeah really, it's just more efficient yeah so. No friends, no friends in the military. You know, even when I was stationed out in California, man, everybody would go out to the bars and shit. Yeah, I didn't. Didn't. No, hmm. I, I was a barracks rat. Yeah, I I would get my beer and sit at the barracks and drink and, and bullshit with whoever stayed at the barracks. You know, of course, I had a wife and a kid at home. Mm-hmm. So in Ohio, yeah, when I was in California, so it wasn't really wasn't really my thing, anyways. Yeah, if I was single, it might have been a different story. But sure, I had somebody back home and. You know, as a young man, when you go out to the bars, you're looking it's, for some trim. So it's gonna, it's gonna, there's a chance that it's gonna, you know. Yeah, dude. Especially I'm in the best shape of my life in yeah. the Marines, and it it just I saved myself from putting myself in bad situations for sure. So whether it be fighting, because there's a lot of fighting in the Marine Corps, a bunch of young testosterone filled out men. of the Marine Corps, right? For sure. And uh, so yeah, not many friends. Mike was one of my good yeah. friends. And I actually spoke to uh, another good friend of mine. He's getting ready to go. He's on his way to Virginia now from the Marines. Mm. Uh, he's in the Army now and uh, going to some officer training. So, Nelson. You know Nelson. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh, they were two of my closest military buddies. So, yeah, man. It's always, always good to have friends in places. Yeah. You know. For sure. I want to go back to, uh, and I want to plug a supplement that I've been taking that I really have had some really great results with. Yeah, the one you've uh, been talking about. Yeah, yeah. SourceNature.life is where you can find this line of products, but it's uh, they're all natural. It's got like five different kinds of mushrooms, turmeric, uh, black pepper, ashwagandha, um, and this guy has done a really good job with his website and his product. Like the functional mushrooms. Functional mushrooms, yes. not psychedelic mushrooms. Right. Functional mushrooms that help with like lion's mane Which, and reishi and right. So I'm glad you said that. Like, yeah, yeah. Because you know, even when I tell people, I'm like, you know, mushroom coffee, mushroom this, mushroom that. You know, people it just completely dismiss it. You know, right. yeah, just compl- and I'm, even myself, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm talking about the functional ones. Yeah, that's good for memory. Yeah, all that kind of thing. Yeah. So his line, uh, the two that I've been taking are Neuro New and Neuro Now which is good for your, your brain uh, plasticity and all memory, moods, mood boost, natural mood boost. And, dude, I've really, really, 
I don't take vitamins and supplements. Yeah. But this guy reached out to me that I've connected with uh, a couple years ago via social media. Mm-hmm. And um, he's always been in my reality and social media. And, you know, people come and go on your algorithms and stuff. But this dude is always there. So when he reached out, he was like, hey, I'm, I've got this new line of products. I'm starting up this company. Would you like some samples to mm-hmm. see? And maybe mm-hmm. you can give me a review. And I'm like, sure, man. He mm-hmm. sent me the ingredients. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I know these things are, are good, you mm-hmm. know. And so I started taking it, man. And I've it's a noticeable, mm-hmm. like, it clears the morning brain fog for me. How long have you been taking it? Three weeks. What's the What's the protocol? Uh, I take one of each, the neuro new and the neuro now. Okay. And so I take one each morning as soon as I wake up with my first glass of water. And man, I feel sharp all day. Is it uh, every day? Is it yeah. every other? It's every, every day. day. I've been taking it every nice. day. Nice. Yeah. So um, source nature dot life. If you're interested, he's got, I think 10 different products and all stem towards revamping and clearing brain fog mm-hmm. and st- neurologically helping you re reheal and rediscover how powerful your brain can be. So check it out. My, um, my dad, uh, hasn't been taking that, but he's been drinking mushroom coffee. Mm. And one of the things that he said that he's noticed is that things are, things are funnier to him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, that makes perfect sense. Like your brain is recognizing situations for what they actually are. Right. Like you're rewiring your pathways. Yeah, man. He's like, does that make sense to you? I'm like, dude, it makes perfect sense to yes, me. Yes, it does, Dad. Yeah, like, absolutely, it does. That stuff is tremendous, man. It is, man. Uh, and, and did you, know, you did you notice? Like, have you noticed? Like, been in a moment where you're like, oh, this is different. The, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The first day I took it. Okay. The first day I took it, I was like, you know. There's always like that little underlying bit of skepticism. Sure. You know, because I don't know this guy. Right. I know who he is via yeah. social media, but he could be somebody totally different. Yeah. And um, the first day I took it, you know, usually it takes me takes me a couple hours to get fully into my energy and, and moving in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I took it. And before I got to work, I was like, damn. Felt locked in. Dude, I, f- I feel fucking great. Mm. For no, I say no reason, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. there wasn't a particular reason I felt great other than what was happening you know, in sh- your brain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, man. So check it out. The, the website is great. He does a great job laying out all the ingredients, laying out what they're beneficial for. Yeah. Did you get, the, mm-hmm. did you check it out? Yeah, I did. He did yeah. a good job. Yeah. He did a really good job with it. So there's one specifically, I like the neuro new. Um, <clears throat> there's one, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it was like some, some sort of butter. The brain butter? The brain butter. Yes. That, yeah. uh, that looks really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely took a look at it. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Yeah, for sure. So check it out. You know, check out the website if anything. Uh, it's a startup company in, in the line of, of biohacking and, mm-hmm. and using human optimization through organic shit. Yeah. You know, there so. are there are so many companies. I think we're going to see a huge wave of people using functional and medicinal mushrooms right. uh, to create supplements like that. For sure, man. They're everywhere. For sure. I get at least two or three ads a day on Facebook now. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Mind Bloom is the one that I keep seeing. I've seen mind bloom on mine too. Yeah. Uh, that's one. I saw another one today. Um, mud water, mud water, uh, just came out with one, um, where they're using, uh, some different functional mushrooms. 
Um, I ordered us some coffee for our trip mm -hmm. for Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee. Um, so we can have some mushroom coffee on the trip. Sweet. Um, lots of good benefits. Lots of good benefits. I think I'm going to invest in your your dude. Mm -hmm. um, I've been taking a supplement from another person. But what yours has is a lot more of what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And it's like the kitchen sink. Yeah. Which, great. Right. Let's do that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Throw it all. That For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think the Neuro New has like 21 different uh, herbs and, and mushrooms mm -hmm. and fungi in it to um, really get the most out of it so yep. yeah so super exciting man um i, I think overall in, in my running in my training i've, oh. I've noticed like the clarity of of thoughts yeah and, and i think that's probably the the biggest maybe not the most profound moment but like the biggest noticeable change in my mind is like I, when i ran before it's like ah shit you know you start to have those thoughts like oh my knee's kind of aching and blah, blah. Yeah. i don't have any of that shit nice. and, and you know I, I think it's a culmination of training and using these mm -hmm. these products yeah. so that's yeah, cool and it's been good it's been good allows you to like work out your mind yeah when you're working out too for sure man yeah, that's cool yeah in, in a more positive manner yeah so yeah, instead of like good. focusing on what hurts and you know all this and that and the what ifs it's like you're actually focusing on things that matter right working consciously through problems and thoughts and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For That's sure. cool. Yeah, man. That is cool. That is cool. So I think we can, uh, move on and, and do these, this card reading you brought up, you wanted to do a card reading. Yeah. You. Yeah, I, I did. Cause I saw when I was at the gym today, um, you know, just thinking about what we were going to talk about. Uh, uh, when I parked, I saw a crow and you know, when things just hit you, they hit you. And I saw the crow and it made me think of our trip that we took last year mm -hmm. and how that crow was with us for, I don't know, it was like a day or something. Yeah. We, and we just kept flying by us. Yeah. Um, and so I instantly thought of that and I was like, oh, we got a trip coming up. We should pull some cards. Um, and that's how that's funny. Another trip is coming up and the crow exactly. reemerges. You know what the crow means in this deck? I don't, but I know we've pulled it. Magic. <sighs> magic. Magic. Dude. Remembering your magic. Yeah. So. And yeah, dude, like, I mean, I can't, I've probably seen countless crows, you know, yeah. not the band, but <laughs> counting crows. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? And then it came into vision today. Yeah. I was like, oh, there it is. Okay. There was the trip. Oh, we're going on another trip. We should pull cards. There you go. So sweet. So for you listeners out there, we use <clears throat> a power animal Oracle cards. And um, I know we've gone over it before, but for you, those, for those of you, that are unfamiliar. Um, it's just another tool in the tool belt to, um, to find clarity, to find, um, confirmation, to find direction, you know, whatever it may be that the, the card brings up in the reading that goes along with it. So, and everybody's going to interpret it differently. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that's the, for me, that's the most beautiful thing about yeah. it is like, you're not supposed to get the same message as mm -mm. the next person from it. It's how it plays into your life and how you can interpret it and integrate it into your life. So, E, since it was your idea, do you want to? Sure. Do you want to pull the card? Right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's like your own little musical instrument you get to play. Yeah. You can play the same thing, but it can mean two different, totally different notes. For sure, man. That's kind of what I like about it. It gives you something to think about. It gives you yeah. a direction, a path to like entertain, <clears throat> really just work out my mind. Yeah. Because, yeah, every time I've pulled one, I've always found meaning from it. So right. it's like, what meaning will you put to it? Right. It's a good gauge. 
where you're at in life, maybe. Can be, for sure. Can be. So. The opossum strategy. Have a backup plan. Hmm. I don't know. That one always throws a wrench in it for me. That one threw oh, a wrench fuck, in it. I thought everything one. was good. Yep, that, that one threw a wrench in it for me. Yep, you, you're hearing a wrench there. So it's like, so we just talked about this before the podcast about driving. Yeah. To uh, That's instantly what I thought of. Right. This, this, this is the first thing I thought of. So Chad and I had a conversation about the trip that we're taking, who's driving and what. I was like, you know what? I kind of want to let go of control a little bit, and I'm down for anybody else that wants to drive. I don't really want to drive. Cause that's the usual me is I want to drive yeah. so I can be in control, you know, and we have a baby coming up. Uh, you know, if anything were to happen and she shows up weeks early, then like, you know, what would we do? But everybody would come together and we, we would get here, but that's instantly what I thought about just now. <laughs> yep. So that went through a wrench and things. <laughs> oh, and the butterfly, which is transformation. Get ready for a big breakthrough. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Me. Just two. I think I just want to pull one. Here's the book if you'd like to read. Yeah. Yours. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Those are two uh, very dueling cards, I would say. Yeah, it does feel it feels very feel conflicted. But yeah. you know what? What came to me when I was thinking is just because you have a backup plan doesn't mean you have to go to it. This is because yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yep. Okay, so we'll do we'll do according to how I pulled them. So we'll go opossum first. Um, so opossum uh, strategy: have a backup plan. <laughs> Don't get attached to one and only one plan. <laughs> there it is. Jesus. Attachment. Always have a plan B or at least a few other approaches to the subject of the of your inquiry. Too often you'll find yourself stuck with an agenda about how things should be or how you should act in a given situation. Whether or not the plan you're acting on is one that will work. One definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over expecting different results. So this time, try something new if your first approach doesn't work. So instead of turning left, turn right. Listen closely to your inner promptings here. You'll find clues as to what to do all around you and inside you if you just pay attention. It may not be obvious at first, but by opening your eyes, ears, and senses, you'll find some delightfully ingenious ways of approaching this situation so that the outcome will be in more in your favor and in alignment with the will of spirit. Additional associations to this are grasping, agility, maternal instinct, and stability. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now, huh? <laughs> so funny. So beautiful, man. Oh, that's good stuff. Okay. And then butterfly uh, transformation and um, get ready for a big breakthrough. So it's very possible to go through major changes calmly and willingly when you view them as natural and hold relentless positive expectations. 
whether in the darkness before the storm of emergence, the process of coming out of the self-created cocoon, which occasions, which occasions some struggle at times, or the full and glorious expression of the new you. It's faith in the wisdom of great spirit and your conscious um, resonance with source that you'll be that man that will be your guiding force there's no need to identify with or feel constricted within the cocoon or by the darkness before the light it's only a phase the truth is that you're birthing each and every moment yet sometimes there are larger cycles to that incorporate so many unexpected twists and turns that it can that it can at times seem momentous and frightening yeah you may feel scattered uncertain flitting from this to that with seemingly no thread of continuity that you can grab a hold of it's worth it to pause at those times enjoy the richness richness and beauty of it all and have absolute trust that this is the natural progression for your soul's development wow what is coming to fruition each and every time is more and more of the true self that is your destiny uh, additional associations, rebirth, vibrancy, reincarnation, and colorfulness. You took our color. <laughs> took our color. I fully plan to get the color back. Oh, man. I fully plan to see everything in orange oh, man. this weekend. Oh, man. You know what I really love about that is it's uh, not only like confirmational for you, but also... Uh, for the listeners, man, we literally just talked about like you getting back to yourself and and rediscovering, not e or rediscovering e, right. you know, and getting away from your human self. And it talks about spirit and shit. So it, I think it's cool for listeners to hear like we had this conversation and then you pull that card. Well, and, like I mean, here we are again. Right? It's like, wow. <laughs> oh man, good shit, good shit. Wow, I love it. Yeah, man. All right, butterfly. <clears throat> I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. Got to. Man, yeah, and certainly, yeah, a few months ago, I was definitely in the cocoon. You know, not yes, knowing sir. what was. <laughs> you never guess what card I picked. I'm going to guess the crow. No, no. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> the owl. Yes. Omens, pay attention to the signs. Oh, boy. The great owl. Dude, so Big John, before I read this, Big John got me a necklace that I have not worn yet that I have planned on wearing during ceremony, and it's this hand-carved wooden owl. Oh, dude. It, this is going to be an awesome it trip. Is, it is. It's going to be a very powerful trip. Wow. And um, Dude, I'm sitting here with my head, with my hand on my head because you pulled the owl. Yeah, man. I mean, that's you. It is. That's The owl spirit is very much me, and... and Especially around ceremony, you know, <laughs> sitting in the darkness, you know. Yeah. So let me see. Hmm. The owl, pay attention to the signs. To find the answers you're seeking, it's extremely important to pay attention to the signs, especially repetitive ones. These are clues you can see, hear, feel around you. Sometimes they're subtle, sometimes they're very obvious. These messages may come through a conversation you overhear, a newspaper headline you just happened to glance at, a friend calling you on the phone, 
or any number of other ways. The key is to be open in this most auspicious time for guidance and form of these omens. These are not random occurrences, and although they appear outside of your own skin, they're responding to the call your soul is making, whether, it, whether or not you're aware of it. These omens are manifestations of spirit's directives, so it's important to keep your eye open, your mind open, and your heart to the cues you're receiving. I think I butchered that one. These omens are manifestations of spirit's directives, so it's important to keep an open mind and heart to the cues you're receiving. Don't overanalyze them, but heed them. By observing with all of your senses the wisdom of the natural world and even human-made world will speak to you. Additional associations, wisdom, shadows, secrecy, and magician. <sighs> Woo! Wow. Spirit has spoken. I'm like, that amped me to a point where I'm like, oh, kind of jittery. That, that, um, how fitting, huh? Wow. And yeah, I mean, we've used the cards many times. I don't believe I've pulled either of these. Yeah. And this is just so like, this is just like me. Like, so like, you know me, strategy. Yeah. Thinker, plan, you know, I don't stray very far from that. Yeah. And what I need to be is this. Yeah. Especially with a baby on the way. Right. Coming very soon. Yeah. I need to be more flexible and let things go. Mm -hmm. Boom. Wow. <laughs> That this is probably the most excited I've ever been for a, a card pool. I love them all always, but like, I don't know, man. Emotions are are flighty these days. Like, I don't know. I feel like I can just get emotional at like the drop of a hat now. Yeah. Like, anything can make me think of Nora and just how wonderful an experience that's going to be. Yeah, someone got her this really special gift, and. Um, I just lost it last night uh, seeing this because it's a bathrobe and um, I can't wait to get her out of the bath yeah. and put her in the bathrobe, dude. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> made it a little more real yeah, for man, you. Made, yeah, it made it way more real. I love you, brother. I love you too, what man. A, what a beautiful... I'm glad you told me to bring these and it was perfect timing. Great, great. And, and like the owl, like the last choice, it was like I, I looked at the signs. Mm -hmm. The crow was the sign. Yep. Cool. I love you, brother. What a great episode. I love you too, man. Um, I got to head to a, a soccer game. Soccer. Then we're going to the pumpkin patch, so it's going to be a – dude, today is just amazing. Good little yeah. family Sunday. Family Sunday. I got my 10 miles in. Got to yeah. hang out with my best friend, have some good conversation. And then family Sunday. Just getting started, baby. Mic drop. Mic drop. We out. Out of darkness, light heart pumping, 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 pumping. Into white light, all things running, 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 running. To cool bow under pale, moonlight, 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 moonlight.
Take a look at myself in my third eye, third eye, third eye, third eye, third eye. Everything's already alright, always alright, always alright. Said I.